This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you'd like to support the work God is doing through us, go to our website, devotional.online, or click the link in the episode description below. Now here is your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello and welcome, welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. This is your host, Mark Stitchin. And today is another special episode. It's a part two episode. And um, uh, I have uh, Michelle Tony on the line. But, but since your last episode, which was probably a little less than a year ago, uh, there's been some news, correct? There has. God bless me with my Boaz. <laughs> so if you, if you don't remember uh, Michelle's testimony, Michelle, fill us in a little bit about where you were then. Um, and, uh, uh, just, uh, a brief introduction to, uh, your, your, your new name now, since, since you have been married and, and, and how you met this, uh, wonderful gentleman. Oh, thank you. Um, I would love to. So, um, last year it was like, well, first of all, what's amazing is that last year when the part one of this podcast came out, I had just handed in that day the lighthouse, the waiting for Boaz Bible study. And if people remember my podcast from last year, God had led me on a journey um, showing me what a godly man is, what a godly woman is, what a godly marriage is and trusting God through that process. And then he had me write a Bible study called waiting for Boaz God's way. And, you know, my life was about being in unhealthy, abusive relationships through my life, which brought me to my knees at one point, And I finally surrendered dating and living the worldly way and started um, living godly and made an purity vow and um, started really, really seeking God in all areas of my life, which led me on this journey that led me to write the Waiting for Boaz Bible study. Could you so give, I handed Can you give me a real quick, just uh, not, not to cut you off, but a real quick, yeah. just in case anybody doesn't know who Boaz is. Uh, okay, yes. Quick one, one minute explanation of that. No problem. Boaz is a, um, a man that lived in the Bible and he is in the book of Ruth. And Ruth was um, a Moabite that um, married a, um, an Israelite, and she um, lost her husband. Naomi lost her husband, and they ended up going back to Bethlehem. So she went to a foreign country with a foreign God and completely surrendered her life to the God of Israel and left her pagan society behind. And she began to live a life of um, godliness, and God blessed her with a man called Boaz. And they ended up getting married. And they um, actually um, ha- are the grandparents of mm-hmm. the, um, the King David, which leads into the Masonic line. So Ruth was a, a woman that was a pagan woman, lived in a pagan society, completely surrendered her life to God. And then God took care of her and blessed her with a godly man. And um, they became a part of the Masonic line. Yep. 
So uh, for you, since then, now you have written that devotional and you turned it into Lighthouse. So what, what happened from there? So I wrote the Bible study and it is um, based on the characteristics of a godly woman using Ruth as an example. Um, the characteristics of a godly man using Boaz as an example. And then there's a whole section on purity, mind, body, and soul with um, a, a real um, uh, thing on uh, sexual purity and then trusting God through the process. So um, God showed me what a godly man is and the characteristics through the, uh, through the book of Ruth and what I needed to do to become a godly woman for to be able to receive that man. And so I had gotten myself into a place where I was a Ruth. And so I wrote that Bible study. I handed it into a lighthouse. And the crazy thing is, is nothing happened to it. I remember when I first when I first finished writing it, God did, told me not to do anything with it. And so I just sat on it. And then um, and so my mentor at the time asked me if she could have it. She handed it into a church. Nothing happened. I handed it in, into Lighthouse. Nothing happened. After a while, God told me to hand it in, hand it in. I did and nothing happened. So I just thought, well, maybe it was just for me. And I let it go. And that was in February. It wasn't until like July that Lighthouse contacted me and wanted me to um, do it in, in a bigger setting, which was in a small group. And I didn't know how that was going to work because it was set up as a four week, I mean, a four session retreat well of course god who is god made it all happen i yeah and i ended up teaching that study at the fall semester at lighthouse some to 12 amazing beautiful women and here is the amazing part this i mean you want to talk about god's timing like god is just so amazing at his timing and so i started teaching this Bible study, and um, in the middle of it, I started to be drawn to a man that was in a ministry um, that I was into, and um, I, I've known him since for about, a, I, I guess, about a year, maybe not quite a year, and, you know, I'd always talked to him, always thought he was a nice guy, um, you know, would talk to him and, and all of that, but he was older than me, so I never really thought anything um, anything more than that. Mm -hmm. And, and, and another thing is I thought, is I thought he was married. So it was just like, we would just go in passing and sometimes we'd be in the ministry and, you know, we would talk and that was it, but I kept feeling drawn to him. And then I remember being in service at lighthouse one time and I was in the middle row and I look over and he's worshiping and his hands are raised. And I went, man, I want a man like that, that worships the Lord like yeah. that. And, but again, he was sitting next to his two daughters and I couldn't see their face. So I automatically thought it was his wife. <laughs> and so I, you know, didn't go into that. And so as I'm doing this study, you know, we would see each other like once a week, but I started noticing like he was talking to me a little bit more. And, and then one day um, we started talking and um, I, he wasn't there or something for a couple of weeks. And I was like, Mike, where have you been? And he was like, well, me and my daughters went on a trip to um, Walt Disney World because we, I lost my, life, my wife last year of 40 years and we went to mm -hmm. go celebrate. And my heart just broke for him. And I was just like, I'm so sorry to hear that. I mean, he had been married to the same woman for 40 years 
and she unfortunately died of brain um, brain tumors. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't say the name of what it was, but it was a tr- you know a really sad death. And he loved his wife, and he was faithful to her, and took care of her until she he, she died. Mm-hmm. She was a wonderful, godly woman, and um, you know so my heart went out to him for then. And then from there, we would just talk every once in a while, but I felt like I was being drawn to him. And then it happened to be when I was teaching on um, waiting for Boaz. And so we, we end up, we used to see each other once a week and they end up coming apart where God was having us in each other's lives, like twice a week. Like there would be a cookout. There would be, <laughs> you know, I mean like all this stuff was happening. Yeah. One of those strange things that just happened out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started spending more time together and I started seeing him and um, we ended up, we were both a, um, a ministry for CR and there was a, CR um, retreat that like 30 of us went to and I remember and I was still trying to fight the age thing it was so funny and so I knew that he was going and I was going and you know I was looking forward to seeing him there and but when we get there like I see that he's there and we start talking and we did this Oh my goodness, it was this hike. And if anybody would have told me that this hike was going to be like it was, I would have never done it my entire life. It was this <laughs> hike that was straight up a mountain. Like, I mean, I felt like a mountain. It probably wasn't a mountain, but it was straight up. And we ended up doing that hike together. You know, there was 30 other people there, but we ended up walking up it together. I'm just talking and everything. And just thinking about like what a really nice guy he was and you know what a godly man is he was a man he was an act six three man he was a man of good reputation full of wisdom and spirit he i people that i've known him had known him for 30 years and you know definitely said he was a godly man and um and so you know we came back down from the mountain and then that night we had um a um a bonfire. And I was going through a time in my life where I was really starting to um, feel like lonely. I'm wondering if I ever was going to get married again. And it was around that time. And, you know, Jesus had just, he had been enough for me for a long time. And I was getting a little bit worried about it. And so I shared that I didn't want to think about it anymore. I just wanted Jesus to be enough that I went in and out of it. And so the next morning after that share, Um, I was coming, God kept bringing him to mind and he just kept, I kept feeling drawn to him. And again, but there was that little thing that I was like, well, I think he's, he's, he's older than me. Like he, and, Mm -hmm. and and what's crazy is, is Boaz was 40 years old. Tradition says that he was 40 years older than Ruth and, and Mike is 15 years older than me. So anyway, I was coming out of the cabin and I said to God, I said, God, if this is the man that you have for me and you, and this is my husband, then you need to take away this age thing. Mm -hmm. And so I, I said it, let it go. And then I was walking down the path, going towards the bathroom and Mike was coming out of his cabin, putting stuff in his truck. And it was about six 30 in the morning. And I said, hi, and I went to go walk past and he goes, Michelle, can I talk to you for a second? And I said, sure. So I walked over 
And he goes, you know, Michelle, he goes, I have been up all night thinking about your share. And he goes, you know, I've always thought that you were a beautiful woman. He goes, but the Lord has showed me that what's really beautiful about you is your love and worship for the Lord. Well, Mark, it couldn't have been the best. I mean, nobody could have ever given me such a great compliment as mm-hmm. he did. And so I hugged him and I said, thank you, Mike. That's the greatest compliment that you could have ever give, ever given me. And then, you know, we talked for a few minutes and then I walked to the bathroom and as I was walking to the bathroom, my roommate was coming out of the bathroom and I just said, and I hadn't told anybody how I was feeling about him. And I said, Suzanne, I said, you're not going to believe what Mike just said to me. And I told her and she was like, it's about time. I knew God was bringing you together. Like, <laughs> you know, but and I'm like, really? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I have been feeling drawn to him. But this was like, unlike anything I've ever felt before. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, I'm used to like the, you know, the, 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 that, you know, weird attraction. It was, this was more of a drawnness attraction. Mm -hmm. And so after that weekend was over, um, I really felt like the Lord was leading me to him. And, you know, I, but I also felt the Lord telling me to let him work. And Mm -hmm. so that Thursday was the night that um, I taught on Boaz and Boaz in in this. Taught on Boaz where? At the small group. At the small group. Okay. So all of this is going on as I'm teaching, waiting for Boaz. But do you remember us talking? I think it was right after that trip you're talking about. Right. And I said to you that, that, and you were like, listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. (laughs) And I I added it to my prayer list and, 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 and not to be a spoiler alert, but I didn't know you guys got married. I was like, okay, well, I think I could take that off. (laughs) I think I could take that off my, my prayer list now, but go ahead. Yeah. So. So that that Thursday, I'm teaching on, you know, the waiting for Boaz part, and it goes through all the characteristics. And the first characteristics, and this is what blew my mind in God's time, and the first characteristic that God showed me is that the man that that Boaz fell in love or went after Ruth after he found out about her godly character. He was attracted to her godly character. He was attracted the way she was with her mother-in-law, her relationship. And so the first thing that I put that God showed me is the man that I have for you is going to fall in love, not with just your looks, but with your godly character. Mm -hmm. And that when I went to go speak that, like God said, that's Mike. And then the next um, thing was, so it, it would just kept one and kept one. And then the following Sunday, I went to church and he had asked me if I would meet him before church. And so we could have coffee together. And I said, yes. And I met him a little while before church. We ended up sitting, he ended up sitting with his girls and I sat by myself. And then he said, afterwards, can we um, talk? And I said, yeah, well, after church was over, he was praying and talking with his girls and I had to leave. And so I had to leave without saying, I, I, I waved to him and said goodbye, but I left. But so that week he, um, messaged me on messenger and was like, Michelle, I'm so sorry that I left you hanging. My daughters were really needing prayer and I wanted to pray with them. And I was like, no problem. Mike. that's no problem. And then he, he's not really big on, um, real big on Facebook. And he was like, and then his next question was, can people see what I'm writing to you on this (laughs) messenger? And I was like, no, he goes, okay, good. 
And then what he said to me, um, again, this was one of the things that God showed me and my waiting for Boaz thing that the God guy that God had for me would do. And he said to me, he goes, Michelle, you already know that, um, I already told you that, you know, you're, you're beautiful, but what makes you beautiful is your love and worship for the Lord. And the Lord has been drawing me to you. And the more and more I get to know you, the more I see your relationship with the Lord. And it's very, and it's beautiful. And then he said, you know, I would like to spend more time with you and get to know you and build a relationship with you. Oh no. And then he said, hold on in parentheses, he said, and not and not, and and not in such a long time build a relationship with you that would possibly lead to marriage. And so the next thing that God had showed me and writing the waiting for Boaz study was that the man that he had for me would make his intentions clear and never leave me guessing. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing that God showed me through that thing was that the guy that God had for me would protect mine and his purity. And let me tell you, this man from the day that we started dating until we got married has protected my purity, has protected me, um, has been. And, and the other things that God showed me is that he would be a provider. He would be a protector, that he would fall in love with my worship for the Lord and that he would do what's best for me. And Mark, it is unbelievable that God answered all of those in him. And, and, He's truly my Boaz. Like he, he has all the characteristic of Boaz and he's 15 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So he literally blessed me with Boaz. And so we stayed pure. And then the funny thing was, is we got engaged probably like three months after we like seriously started dating. And then we had made plans to get married on May 23rd. And, um, with some things were going on and we just felt like the Lord was telling us to get married faster. We Which talked to our May twenty third May twenty third isn't even now. We're we're recording no. this the last no. day of March. <laughs> no, it was May twenty third. So we booked the church, we booked the honeymoon, we booked everything. And there were some circumstances that happened that we were thinking that God was telling us to um get married faster and then it was starting to be stressful because um it was just starting, and I just made, I made the comment, I just want to alert, because, you know, when you try to do, we were just trying to do a small wedding, everybody, mm-hmm. it was just getting a little bit stressful for me, so I just had mentioned that, and then, of course, he jumped on, like, he he would have married me the next day, I mean, that he's just um, such a, a great godly man, and so, we ended up talking to our pastor about it. And so we ended up getting married on February 22nd. And so we went on like a four day, you know, uh, honeymoon. And then we were going to go on our big honeymoon when we already planned it in May. Mm-hmm. And we kind of didn't know why God was calling us to get married. We even looking at each other and like, why is God calling us to get married? And so here's where God is so faithful and so amazing. And just, I mean, like I literally was on my kitchen floor the other day, bowed at his alter thinking him because he I I believe and Mike believes the reason why he called us to get married so fast is because what's going on now with this pandemic mm-hmm. and my it would have been so much different for me it, it, had we if not you're listening married. to this in in the future you know years from now that we're talking about the coronavirus of the early 2000 uh, hopefully that's all it is so I just I just want to lay that out there so um, but that's what we're talking about yeah, so um, 
You know, I own, I, last year I, I opened up a business, a studio. Um, so I'm a businesswoman. I'm a self-employed, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, when we got married, I, I let go of my house. I moved in here and, you know, Mike, unfor- Mike fortunately has a job where he's essential and he's still working and he has been able to take care of me. And I see it as not Mike taking care of me. I see as that God is taking care of me. Like He's protecting me. He's providing for me. Um, I'm not going to lose my business. But, Mm -hmm. you know, had it been somewhere different, you know, I would have had to let go of my house. I would have had to um, probably let go of my lease and lose everything. And because of God's provision and his protection, he has led me to this man. And I just see how he's just so faithful. And so and all I did, Mark, was follow him. That's it. Mm-hmm. I followed him and he has just blessed me so much and he's blessed him. And, you know, we, um, we've just, we just know that God has brought us together. We know the ministry that he has us in. We know he's going to do amazing things through us and in us through each other. And it's just been an amazing, amazing journey. And, um, it's just been unbelievable for me. Now that that is that's so amazing that things like that happen you know just not only timing but you know something that you have been praying for and and um you know you and I had become you know friends in the sense of I didn't know you when we first interviewed <laughs> the first time that that we right. had, we had met was was our first interview but your your um your passion for God uh, was infectious and, um, you know, and, uh, you know, your, your, your desire and your hope to do this, this, this Bible study, uh, was something that I, I, you know, I've said to you multiple times, if you ever want to film anything or if there's anything I can do for you, I wanted to, because I could, I could see that ministry inside of you from that very first meeting, you know, uh, sitting at your dining room table that, that, that first day, um, you know, which was, you know, just an out of the blue thing because somebody else, you know, said, hey, you should probably talk to this lady. Um, and, uh, um, you know, not only that, you know, uh, people that I've met through you um, and, and, and you know, watching you do things on, on Facebook and uh, just kind of getting to know you, I could see your heart and your passion. And, and I remember, you know, you calling me up and, and, and saying, hey, look, uh, there's this this guy, could you just pray for me? And of course, uh, prayer is something that I love doing. It's something that, that I hate asking for, for myself, but I love praying for people. And, and I, I was overjoyed to just hear that you were at least excited about this because it seemed to fit what your whole ministry was about. And if, if, if God could pull that together, like, you know, just out of nowhere and, and, and everything, I, 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 Literally, once I saw that you guys had got married um, on Facebook, I was I was overjoyed. I was like, we should probably do a part two. And that was the extent of me trying to think, hey, maybe I should interview some people again and see where their life is going because of those pictures. Um, oh, and, wow. uh, you know, uh, uh, we, we talked about this a little before and, and I had mentioned it on my uh, my one year you know anniversary podcast. Your your first episode is. Um, the the most downloaded episode of of the Amazed by God 
Bot Maze by God podcast. Isn't that uh, incredible? Uh, you have just over eighteen hundred downloads. That's amazing. Um, so, the, so the next one is is just under seventeen hundred. So, you, so you're beating them, just so you know, <laughs> by one hundred and twenty, one hundred and twenty downloads. But that's that's you know that's five percent realistically of of you know more than the next person or or, or or a little more than that um well no yeah it's somewhere in that neighborhood you know just under 10 percent um you and 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 i tried to go back and look through a lot of the comments and everything that i've had your podcast is also up there with ones that i still get people you know on the regular talking about every so often somebody will be like man that you know uh, that podcast with Michelle and and her talking about purity and 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 the things she went through and how she still has a desire for God, um, you know, pushes me, you know, to try to be a better person. It's it's one of those ones that that I have gotten as much reaction as any other one. You know, I can only think of one other one that made a you know probably had more reaction to it than yours. It's just. Um, you know, and that was for, for a whole other reason altogether. Yours has always been because people are glorified by by who you are and 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 your story. Um and to be honest That's with you, God. I can't I can't I can't thank you enough for sharing Aww. um and, 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 and sharing this. This this is this is an amazing, you know, chapter two, you know, because there's still more chapters to come. Mm-hmm. But this is an amazing chapter two for your story. Thank you so much, Mark. But I'm telling you, it's all God. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like his timing, like literally I was on the floor the other day in front of his throne, thanking him for his faithfulness, thanking for him for his goodness. And my desire is always been since I really surrendered my life to Lord is to glorify him and help other women become godly women and follow God's design for dating, marriage, and relationship, because it's so much more like the one thing I didn't know about marriage and know about, you know, relationship with God or with life period is that it's not about me. It's about him and it's about glorifying him. And um, I just have such a desire to live a life that glorifies him. So, I mean, a little bit of it's selfish because I want to stand in front of him and and hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant, Mm -hmm. you know? And I want to, you know, my mentor said something to me years ago that really hit me. And she said, Michelle, I don't think it matters to God how we start out, but I do think it matters to him how we finish. Absolutely. And so I want to finish well. I didn't start out the first part of my life well. And God has healed me from that and he's forgiven me for that. And I have he- and I'm a different person today than I was back then. But because of his grace, because of his mercy, because of his goodness, I want to shout from the rooftops how amazing God is and what can happen in your life if you let him take over. I have never been so happy, so free, so joyous, even through all this going on in this pandemic, like it's concerning to me. But I have joy, I have peace, and I know I'm going to be okay. If, if I don't, even if he takes me home, I'm going to be, I mean, I'm even going to be better home than I am if I'm here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, so I have a hope today where I didn't have a hope then. And so my desire is to, not only just women, but important too, that men become Boazes. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's women that really are, I know a lot of women that are single 
that are really looking for godly men. And unfortunately, they can't seem to find good uh, godly men. And I'm sure it's the same way with men. Like, it's hard to find godly women. So my desire is to that God would use me to help people become closer to him so that he can bring these marriages together and we can turn, you know, the society around, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit at a time. And, you know, and you know, God, when God works into something, you know, what happens? I mean, the timing of me meeting Mike, why I was teaching that Bible study. And then he shows me why I'm teaching it, that he's the man And then he had, I mean, like, it's just so amazing to me. And I feel like I'm the luckiest woman on earth because I married this most amazing godly man. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's storybook. It's movie. It's a movie script, you know, in in, in that sense. Yeah. So, and, 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 you know, your willingness to serve is what, what makes it, you know, it's not you. Yes, it's God's story, and He's the one making the story. But you are a willing participant in it. And Amen. and if we had more people that were were willing to step up and willing to step in the gap for people, willing to be servants, because you know, I feel you have a servant's heart. I I, I do. Um, you know, and um, you know, in and and I thought that from the beginning. I thought I could see that that Aww. passion for you to serve. Um, you know, inside of you from uh, from that first day, it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing that you are, are now pushing forward. Like I said, you, you, you've got another chapter. This, your story isn't over, you know, God's got more for you to do. And, and, and I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see, you know, what you can do, do later. And, and I, as I've always said, if there's any, ever any ministry, people that have your I passion, know. you know, um, let me know. And, you know, I'm, I'm there to help out. Um, but, uh, we kind of talked about something that you're, you're looking to do during this, this, you know, this time where of, of social distancing and quarantine, uh, would you like to share a little bit about that? Sure. Well, first of all, I just want to thank you for the greatest compliment you just gave me. I mean, like, I love the Lord so much for you to say that you see a servant's heart in me is just so touching to me. So thank you, Mark. And you have become such a great friend through all of this. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So as I was telling you before we started this podcast today, like I took a nap and, you know, the Lord woke me up and I started thinking that he's really leading me to teach this study um, on a Zoom or something. Um, during this pandemic. So I would like to offer that to anyone that would like to go through this study, um, women, especially, I, well, it's, it's, it's actually a woman's Bible study, um, that would like to go through this study um, during this pandemic. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to look yet, but if you just reach out to me um, on Facebook, it's um, Michelle Bartelheim. I um, will, I, the, your name will be linked as Barlheim, not as Tony, okay. I, if I said that correctly, um, in, in the, the thing, and we can, you can search that on Facebook, um, but in the show notes, that's how your name will be, be listed. Okay. Thank you. Um, and then if you're interested, um, I would definitely love to do that. Um, I feel like God's calling me to do that. And I would love to, um, teach women what, how God, with the journey that God led me through, what he showed me about being a godly woman, um, Boaz being a godly man and trusting him through the process. And, and as you can see, you know, God is a good God and, um, 
and he did something miraculous in my life. And if our hearts are in the right place and we do it for the right reasons, he will give us the desires of our heart. And he showed that with me. So I would love to, um, to do that. So if anyone's interested in doing that, please let me know and I will set something up. Absolutely. And like I said, just go ahead and copy and paste the name below or, or, or type it out. Um, and they can just, they can reach out to you on Facebook. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. And I'll share it on my Facebook and stuff too. You know that. That is, that is awesome. So, yeah. well, thank you again so much. Thank you, Mark. For, I appreciate for sharing. it. It's so great talking to you again. Yes. So, uh, here at Amazed by God, we still end with kind of two questions. So, uh, is there any story, Bible verse, or, or something, character, uh, that has, other than Ruth and Boaz... I was going to say. <laughs> let's, 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 let's take a detour from them real quick. Um, is there any other, any other character that you feel has, has been a part of, of your life since, since your last episode? Well, you know, I'm sorry. It keeps going back to the Apostle Paul, because remember how Paul was? <laughs> Paul was... You know, he was not a good man before he met Jesus on Damascus Road. And that's how I feel. I feel like I was, you know, none of us are good. But the life that he lived before he met Jesus on Damascus Road and then how his life changed and then how he went out. That's how his his journey um, inspires me. You know, his, but, you know, Ruth inspires me. The Blessed Mother inspires me. You know, Marily, Ma- Mary Magdalene inspires me. Um, they all inspire me. You know, it, uh, King David, um, you know, one of the most, um, you know, come to Jesus moments in my life happened when, you know, Nathan um, confronted david about his sin and that's how god confronted me about my sexual sin mm-hmm. you know so there's just you know different for all but if i had to nail it down i would say that it's the apostle paul gotcha and and we also like to just kind of listen to some music because music moves our souls in in different ways um so is there any song that has been been you know uh, important to you in this these last these last couple months nothing else by cody carnes it's all about just worshiping Jesus and asking forgiveness for, you know, not putting him first and um, just that he, we want nothing else but to worship him and be in his presence. Okay. I, I have it's not, a great, it's a great worship I song. Have, I have not heard that one to my knowledge. I, I may um, have heard it in a church, but nothing else by who did you say? Cody Carn. I think it's Cody Carn. And then the Carnes. other one is there's another in the fire. There's another in the fire. Yes. I'm it, assuming I that's about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It is. It is. Look at you. <laughs> my yeah. my Bible degree came in handy at some point. <laughs> yeah, it is. I and I want to say I'm probably wrong, but I want to say it's Hillsong, but it might be it might be another one of those. Okay. Right. It's another great one too. Well, I I have not, to my knowledge, heard those two. Um, are you going to get off here and go listen uh, to them? Absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> what I do after every podcast is, is I go and listen to them right on YouTube. Um, and uh, But yes, again, thank you so much for being on uh, being on the podcast again and, uh, you know, definitely praying for you and, and looking forward to seeing um, what God does in your life. 
Amen. Thank you so much, Mark. It's always a pleasure. And I'll be praying for you and your ministry. Thank you. So for Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library, this is your host, Mark Stitchin, and we will see you next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.